Okay, welcome everyone to, I believe this will be episode 7 of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. This is Mr. Sellis, a.k.a. Silly Sellis, uh, coming to you on a solo event. Um, today is May 30th, 2015. I want to make a special tribute today. Um, I'm not sure when this will be posted, but I want to postmark it as uh, May 30th on the podcast. Um, tomorrow will be three years, uh, just on a personal testament for those that uh, know a little bit about my lifestyle or know who I am personally. Uh, three years will be um, the anniversary of my mother's death. Uh, she passed away from pancreatic cancer um, at a ripe young age of 61, 62, I believe. Can't remember my mother's age, I believe. Uh, let me get this right. Let me think about it for a second. Let me do the math, calculate my age in my head. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, 62, at the ripe age of 62, because she would have been 63 that, that year. Um, and she died once again from pancreatic cancer. And I want to make a tribute to her. Um, just want to thank her for everything that she's done uh, in my life, for everything that she's accomplished, uh, everything that I've accomplished through her, with her help and guidance. Um, so I definitely want to make a special tribute to her for that, and not just make a special tribute to her. Uh, a lot of things have just been going down lately uh, in people's life um, that have to do with cancer. Um, and you'll see how I'm going to transition, transition this into wrestling uh, because this is a wrestling podcast. But sometimes, you know, we have to go outside the box and do special tributes when it's necessary. Um, about a couple of days ago, it was a young girl uh, that I knew fairly well. Uh, she had passed away a couple of days ago by the age of 17. Her name was uh, Alex Herndon. Uh, those that know her more affectionately sometimes called her Michelle. Um, and she also passed away from cancer uh, herself at just a ripe young age. And she's been battling for years, such a strong fighter. And when I, when I think about when you have so many deaths or illnesses that are unexpected, sometimes it can affect my personal life, sometimes it can affect people that you know personal life, and you just have to take a second to think about what life really is. Now, this young girl was fighting. I believe she was diagnosed about the age of 12 or 13. If I can just take a second to tell her backstory, um, I used to run a camp uh, at my home church where I grew up at. And in this camp, uh, you know, she came a part of our family life. But I also worked with her aunt and her, her grandmother because we all grew up in the church uh, together, and that's when we really start to, you know, get the bond more personal level because she was just a, such a joy. Never had a frown on her face. Always used to smile. Always had people laughing. And when she was with a camp with her aunt, who I worked closely with uh, through different sports relations and growing up in the church, she helped me a lot with everything. Um, it was just a joy for her to have in camp. And if I can get the background story right from my source, uh, what happened was this young lady, Alex. Uh, was a cheerleader, great athlete, great, great athlete. She could also play basketball, too, so she was just a great athlete. And one day, I guess, that maybe it was a cheerleading practice, um, she had injured her knee. And sometimes, you know, we get injured, swelling occurs, and other uh, ailments start to happen. But with this swelling, it just seemed unusual, so they had to take her to the doctor and get some blood work, and that's when it was diagnosed that she had uh, cancer. And she's been battling Back and forth, those of you that have family members that have to deal with cancer or any type of illnesses, you know, sometimes hair is lost, uh, vomiting occurs, very weak, hard to eat, 
Um, but just the daily struggles that people have to go through with chemo and different type of medications, radiation, um, it really takes a toll a lot on the human body. And the fight this girl had for, for so many strong years, still, you know, whether she had hair, lost her hair, still the same smile. She may have lost some pounds from weight, but she still had the same smile and still, still the same fight that you just have to encourage what, what these young kids and even adults go through when it comes to these illnesses. And uh, if you recall, at uh, WrestleMania 31, Connor, young Connor, was in the, inducted, in the, inducted excuse me, in the Hall of Fame for WWE due to the fact of, of his battle with cancer. Um, his father did a great job standing by his side and having the wrestlers come through him. And you see footage of what Daniel Bryan did with Connor's life and Triple H and what the whole WWE did for that, that young gentleman um, in the process of his battle and to his ultimate unfortunate death uh, that was uh, highlighted through WrestleMania 30, and he was elected uh, in WrestleMania 31 Hall of Fame. But just a fact, um, just to try back, you know, most of us on this podcast, as you all know, had attended WrestleMania 30. And just to know that he was in the same building, that we were, you know, right at the front row as soon as Daniel Bryan won the WWE World Heavyweight Championship and just the embrace that Daniel Bryan gave to this young gentleman um, was just very in t- uh, touching and inspiring uh, based on what they did for him. Um, so once again, how this transitions to wrestling, you know, uh, governing bodies like the WWE, the NFL, even the NBA promote so much on breast cancer, you know, what they do there. Think Pink, you know, organizations or Race for the Cure with Susan G. Coleman. Uh, John Cena is a very strong advocate. Hulk Hogan is a very strong advocate in these uh, promotions. Stephanie McMahon, of course, with women leadership, is very strong in these promotions. And I, I would just wish to see that we can start expanding on more cancers than just breast cancer. Um, pancreatic cancer is part of the nine that are underfunded along with uh, lung cancer, uh, leukemia, just other different type of cancers that uh, are so, so unfortunately underfunded, but it just needs a lot of research and a lot of money. And thank God that breast cancer has made so much advancements based on what the WWE is doing or what the NFL is doing, just to bring notification that we need to support each other because any type of cancer patient has to go through these issues. Um, Another member of our podcast, and I won't mention who he is, uh, because of his personal reason, is going through the same situation with his mother, um, taking care of her and, and doing extra things to make sure she is taken care of. So you really just don't know what things people have to go through in life uh, as they venture out through their jobs, their networking, um, just, to, just to make sacrifices for people who are sick or people who are in need. Um, if you watch the E60 special that aired a couple of weeks ago, on a Tuesday, I believe. I can't remember the exact date. And Adam Rose was spotlighted, real name Ray LaPon. And you saw how much fight that he was trying to endure just to make it through his characters. If you did not get a chance to see the story, please look it up on YouTube or ESPN Networks. It may be posted somewhere where you can just watch the whole feature. The whole feature was excellent. Corey Graves was spotlighted, uh, Xavier Woods. Uh, you saw a little background footage on NXT and the decisions that Triple H and his team make uh, when trying to promote characters, create characters. But back with Adam Rose, real name Ray LaPon, you just saw the sacrifices he had to make for his child that has some uh, birth defects or birth deficiencies. 
that he had to sacrifice Sharon to make sure his character works in order to get paid to feed his children. Um, you know, his wife has to sacrifice a lot because he's always on the road and he always feels bad that he has to leave them because he has to do his job to make it work. And if you follow Ray LaFarge's career, remember he was Leo Kruger at first. And even though that gimmick did not go off to the way it, it really wanted to, he was trying to push and fight a way to try to make this Adam Rose character work. And you saw background scenes that Bill DeMott and Triple H had tried to do to support this guy, knowing his family situation, to try to make him on that main roster. And, you know, wrestlers sacrifice a lot. I remember I put a plug into a Stone Cold interview that he did. Uh, I forgot the name of his. It was, uh, it was like a versus Stone Cold, something versus Stone Cold that came on Access TV that I promoted a couple of podcasts ago. And it showed the work that Stone Cold literally had to sleep in cars, if you could say, even though he didn't literally sleep in cars, but just traveling with so many other wrestlers trying to make it, eating bologna sandwiches or whatever they can, three times a day, whatever they can do just to try to survive. And, and sometimes those situations have to do with saving their family. So, you know, Adam Rose is still continuing to try to develop himself, and we're hoping that based off this E60 report, um, if he can continue to improve his character so he can be, you know, financially stable uh, for, for his child. Uh, Derek Fisher did the same thing where literally he had to fly back and forth from a playoff game. I believe it was Utah Jazz had a playoff game, and he had to fly from L.A. to Utah to play in that game when his daughter needed some type of special services that was in L.A. at the time. You know, all these athletes have to go through different things, uh, you know, just to save families. And when you hear so many deaths and uh, situations that are unfortunate, all you can do is just pray and hope that these families are still continuing to survive. You, you probably spotlighted so many deaths that happened in the wrestling ring with Owen Hart, Eddie Guerrero, uh, Big Boss Man, British Bulldog. You know, these wrestlers got to take care of themselves too as they try to fight and compete to try to make a living for their families. But just going back to the original point of, of cancer, um, I really hope WWE can just make a tribute and honor to try to maybe, if they could, just for one year, promote every single cancer that's underfunded so we can spotlight it because we know every single cancer is half colors. Uh, back to my mother, she had pancreatic, that's purple. Breast cancer is pink. Um, you could probably research the other colors, you know, that are out there that people need to have in order to uh, bring notification or bring awareness to what's going on. Um, which brings me back to, to Alex, you know. She fought the fault that she can, and her, her cancer may not be spotlighted, on a national basis like Connor was with WWE. And I know it's not fair to WWE saying, hey, you need to spotlight this kid next. You need to spotlight this kid next. That's not fair to any uh, professional organization because it's so many kids out there, you know, St. Jude research with those children that everybody needs help at a, at a certain time. So this podcast that I want to do, and I, I'm not going to be too, too long with this podcast. I just want to make a tribute, you know, honor my mother's, uh, three-year anniversary, and I want to do it in a different way and spotlight it through her podcast, oh, through this podcast, spotlight her through this podcast. And I also want to make a tribute to to Alex, who affected so many people that I know personally in the media area. If you look on social media, uh, you see she's just trending all over the place, new pictures being added just through her cancer process, um, what she had to go through. Uh, you know, I just want to continue to pray for her family that they would do okay and they would still be strong because, you know, a lot of people are, are going through situations. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, a, a podcast member in our group 
is going through the same situation, taking care of his mom. And it takes a lot of toll on people of what they go through. So my message is, if anybody's listening, uh, make sure if you know somebody that's going through cancer or some family member is in help or is in need because somebody's sickly and may not be cancer, uh, give them some help. Give them some resources. You know, sit there, talk to them for about an hour. You know, that may, that may brighten up their day. Um, even if it's a wrestler, you know, the wrestling community, uh, professional wrestlers, if you know somebody that's, you know, struggling because their kid needs something, you know, look out for each other. Um, because this world really needs the help and support of, you know, deaths, sicknesses, illnesses, and what needs to be modified to make sure everybody can make it. Now, there are great cancer success stories. Uh, I personally know a friend that I grew up in my neighborhood. His mother is a survivor of breast cancer. Um, I know another personal friend that is uh, Dr. M and I's close friends. We both went to school with her. I went to uh, middle school. He went to elementary school with her. She is a continuing survivor of, of breast cancer. Um, so let's just continue to make awareness of the different illnesses that are happening that people can make sure that they're strengthening, keeping itself positive, because that mental stability is probably the number one thing in order for people to be successful. If you have a smile on your face and I'm going to get through this, regardless of how many times you throw up during the night, how many times you can't eat, how many times you can't walk, no strength, you're going to have that, that, that persona saying, I'm going to survive, that gimmick, that wrestling gimmick, that I will survive, the never-give-up atmosphere that John Cena always promotes. Um, when they do their Make-A-Wish Foundations. Just, I just hope everybody continues to make sure they support each other and do those things day in and, and day out. Uh, so to Alex, we will miss you. Uh, to my mother, I miss you. Um, and to everybody, you know, just continue to support each other and raise the foundation of what you need to be uh, successful. Uh, with that being said, uh, WWE Elimination Chamber is tomorrow, live on the WWE Network, 8 o'clock. I'm still looking forward to this pay-per-view. Uh, I, I hope it's good, but due to the fact that Rusev has been reported been injured uh, on the SmackDown taping, uh, Sheamus is going to be in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 playing out rock steady. Does that mean he may or may not win the Intercontinental title? Um, so everything is always subject to change, and I, I'm kind of excited that Seamus did get the role in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 because I'm a huge, huge mark for uh, the Ninja Turtles. I, I grew up a Turtles fan. I have all their VHSs. Yes, I said VHSs. Um, even the latest one that came out in 2014, I have that DVD. So I'm just a huge, huge Turtle fan as, as some other members of this podcast. Even uh, for my wedding that I got married this year, uh, each one of my groomsmen, including myself, I being Donatello, who was, that was my favorite one, I guess, by us having this podcast, you can call all of us nerds. Um, we all had the infamous T-shirt reveal where each one of us was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Because I'm sure if you've seen on social media of friends that got married or uh, know people that got family members that got married in the past, they probably had some Avengers, Batmans, Marvel comic T-shirts underneath their dress clothes. So we had uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, so that was great. Um, so I hope that goes well for Seamus as he's gotten the role of Rocksteady. Um, those of you who know who Rocksteady is, he is a, a, a mutant antagonist of the Turtles um, back from the uh, 1980s series, 87 series, where uh, they were very famous. And I was very entertained by the interaction that him and Bebop had with the Turtles or against the Turtles. Um, so I'm looking forward to see how that will come out 
in a movie that's going to be uh, debut next year. Um, but once again, everybody, I hope you just support each other with cancer. Cancer does suck. It really does suck. Um, but one thing I can say about cancer, and I'm going to leave you with this, um, no matter how much down you get or how cancer can bring you down, you realize you don't know how strong you are until you literally face with your back against the wall and just continue to keep fighting and keep fighting until you come off that wall. And sometimes even if you don't make that wall, you'll make sure you have that marking that you put on your personal Hall of Fame of your success, sto success story of how you made it through. And if you got through that wall, be a testament to somebody else to help them out. You know, give them some food, give them some support, talk to them for about an hour, spend some time, send a text message that, hey, just checking on you, seeing how you're doing. Um, this is Silly Sellis, a.k.a. Mr. Sellis, and I will thank you for uh, listening to me on my personal, by myself on this one, uh, podcast. And I hope everyone has a joyous weekend. Make sure you check out Elimination Chamber. Make sure you continue to like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, so you can continue to support us as we keep growing with this uh, Big Gold Belt podcast. And look forward to hearing our Elimination Chamber review very soon as we continue to watch and develop and push the goodness of WWE and other wrestling companies too. Also remember June 3rd, that's when we have a ROH and TNA debut uh, being back-to-back. -back. So we'll see how that goes. I know a lot of people still having constant debates on that. Um, but thank you and have a good day. This has been another production of the Big Goat Belt Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BGB Group or on Facebook, facebook.com slash biggoldbelt. Email us at biggoldbeltgroup at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes.